Good morning and welcome to an episode of Epit. I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis Harris. Uh, this podcast is dedicated to geek culture. We talk about the weather. We'll talk about politics every once in a while. We go in on a, a certain event that has happened in our country. And mostly we talk about our mental stress and health and improving on that. This episode, of course, is the spoiler Loki episode five episode called journey in the mystery and before i go on about the episode this episode was awesome as all the episodes have been i've really this episode has brought a smile to my face every single episode because of how much heart and soul and how much they've developed loki who honestly real talk I was never a huge fan of Loki. Every time he popped up in a comic book, it always annoyed me because he came off like, in the old days, like Cobra Commander, just real whiny, or Skeletor, just real whiny, and had no real purpose. But they developed Loki in so many different ways, and I appreciate that. The writers have done an amazing job. I thank guys like Jason Aaron and several other writers who I'm going to miss on this, but they developed him in such a way that is just so good. It reminds me of how uh, Jeff Johns developed uh, Sinestro and how he went from being a whiny throwaway villain or even how uh, uh, another writer I'm trying to make, Dan Slott, has done Dr. Octopus and made him such a more developed character than he ever was originally. But this is Loki's show, and hopefully one day we'll get to see a Doctor Doom show, and hopefully one day DC will get their head out of the ass of just being corporate, and we'll get a Sinestro show. So we'll hopefully we'll see that. But uh, in this episode, it kicks off pretty much where it left off with Loki basically waking up, and he's greeted by several versions of himself, and these versions uh, are uh, a they call them boastful Loki, but come on, it's black Loki. Uh, followed by a kid Loki, who was honestly one of my Loki favorites. Uh, and you had an old school Loki who was dressed more in the Loki look of the comics, of the original, of the old school comics, you know, in that uh, costume. And finally, Gator Loki. And Gator Loki fucking ruled. I, I loved every bit of him. He didn't have to talk. He just had, he was a gator. He was a fucking gator. And I just went with it like Loki went with it because, hey, whatever, you know, and everything. Uh, it was cool. And he's following them and they're all running fast trying to get away from what's behind them. What's behind them is this cloud-like creature who, honestly, I, I thought he was, he was more threatening. He was, he's honestly what the Fantastic Four movie tried to do with Galaxus. It's it's what the Green Lantern tried to do with Parallax. He did a better job than uh, what they did with Lost. I mean, this was the best smoke monster. This is how you do a smoke monster. In uh, every way, shape, and form. But they're trying to get away from him so they get back to the lair. And all the while, this is happening... Loki's trying to find a way to get out of this situation. He always is trying to find a way to get out of a situation. He's a survivor. He's more of a survivor than every version of the, of Loki next to Sylvie. And uh, 
Yes, I'm gonna say it. This is Sylvie is Loki. Okay, I get it. She's a very she's a female form of him, but I'm not too on board with that once again because all I've seen was dudes that are Loki. I have not seen one female, so I'm still gonna uh, right now as I'm speaking stick to my guns on this uh, Sylvie being enchantress. But then we kept the enchantress and Rivana or uh, I'm trying to remember what her name is now in this for the show but uh she's trying to figure out what's happening and she's going i'll help you out and she's you can trust me i'll help you out and sylvie's not sure what's going on with her and she follows and they go into another area where they're in this room and uh this is all happening well then we come back to loki and loki's in loki's in the uh um the little hiding area, the little spot. They're telling what's going on. And then right before they go in, by the way, they go to the, you get to see what's under them, what's several feet under them. And there's a nice little Easter egg of uh, Thor's hammer. And there's a nice little Easter egg of a frog in a jar trying to get to that hammer. And it's dressed like Thor because that harkens back to the comic books because that's frog, Thor frog. And that was pretty cool to see that moment. That was kind of cool. Beforehand, though, before all this is going on, Loki's really trying to figure out a way to get back to Sylvie and a way to figure out of this, get out of this nightmare. And but Kit Loki's tired of his bullshit and takes his knife, uh, forms a knife and sticks it right at him and uh, points it at him. And uh, basically, he wants to know where they all come from. And uh, Kid Loki said, my Nexus event was I killed Thor. And then they go off into the Thor headquarters, little headquarter chamber. Meanwhile, Sylvie and, uh, Sylvie and Ravana, Ravona, whatever her name is, uh, they're, had, they're doing their thing. And uh, it, you can easily tell that she's playing her. You, you know she's, she's sort of uh, trying to drag out time because the, the soldiers haven't got there yet. And as soon as the soldiers get there, it's blasting time as they're trying to shoot her. And uh, she goes, she's telling her, Sylvie, come on out. I'll help you, you know, and everything. And Sylvie goes, well, I guess I take care of this myself. And she takes the prune stick that she has on her. She also has the time device as well. She took that from Ron as well. And she sticks herself with the prune device. Boom. And Ravana tells the soldiers, she's dead now. Let's go. And then you come back to Loki's in the headquarters. And Loki's still trying to figure out a way out. And they're laughing at him. Like uh, when he comes up with this big plan. We need to get together and do this. And they're laughing at him. It's funny. And uh, they're drinking uh, this Roxxon wine. And the old school Loki starts talking about uh, his life. And he starts talking about how, uh, uh, how he died by Thanos' hand. And he basically, he, he, he didn't, he escaped him. He faked his death and he drifted off into space. Kind of like what we were kind of hoping for Loki and Endgame. And who knows we, this might be our, we might get our, the in-game Loki back, but I really honestly like this one. I hope he survives it. And, uh, so we get to, uh, him talking about how he survived it. He found a planet and he just chilled he he laid out and he got lonely and as soon as he stepped off planet the tva popped up and took him and so that was his story 
and the Loki Gator, they really don't tell his story, but they kind of hint that he may have uh, uh, killed the neighbor's cat, the reason why he's there, and the Loki tries to attack the boastful Loki, and Loki goes, okay, I'm get, getting out of here, you go help me, and they're like, they're not, so he says, shoot, so he goes up, he climbs up the ladder to get out this little uh, bomb shelter thing that they've got, and that's when he meets President Loki from the comics and from the commercial. Every time we've seen him dressed as President Loki, well, oh man, he's gonna be—he's President Loki. Look, this Loki's gonna be President Loki. No, he's not. He's another variation of Loki. And all our Loki can do is just sigh, like "fuck me, really." And of course, they now have the uh, this uh, whole. Thing. Meanwhile, oh, meanwhile. We cut back to Sylvie. Sylvie's waking up inside a decrepit bus. And she immediately realizes she needs to get the fuck out of here quickly. Because Smoke Monster is coming. And it literally, just as she gets out the bus, it's chasing her. It's right behind her. And as she's running, trying to get away, she hears a car. Like a car in this whole entire place. Here's a car. And she looks up and she sees a a a vehicle. The vehicle stops, opens his door up, and it's Mobius. And Mobius is like, uh, I uh, never expected you to pick up any stranger, pick up a stranger. And they're kind of talking and going about and everything. And I'm just so happy that Mobius is back. Mobius is back. It's, it's awesome seeing. Oh, it was so good in this role. And then they're headed out here. Then you come back to Loki, surrounded by President Loki and his entire crew. And the old school Loki's pissed off like, I can't believe you led them here. And then boastful Loki reveals that, no, it was me, as he puts a, his hammer to kill Loki and holds him down. And not holds him down, but holds him holds him at bay. And he starts going off on his plan like, he told me to uh, get into your crew and become friends with you guys. And then when the time is right, I'll send you the signal. And he sent the signal and that's why they're here. Not because of Loki opening up the door and there they are but the timing of it all and as this is all going on gator loki can't take no more of this shit and he leaps at president loki and gets him by the hand and president loki rips pulls him off and looks at his other hand and it's gone and he screams and next thing you know it's pure utter chaos of all these lokis fighting and backstabbing one another oh yeah they backstab president loki too and then you've got this huge chaotic, chaotic fight scene going on, a blasting happening, and all kinds of sword play going on. Meanwhile, Loki is just kind of carefully dancing his way around the crowd, like, oop, I don't want none of this, and oop, I don't want none of this. And he's ducking bodies flying up over his head. The scene was hilarious to me because he's like, oop, he's doing that. He's kind of, it feels it's almost like he's dancing. And he makes his way out. Uh, he, he doesn't make his way out. He, uh, meanwhile, uh, the Lokis that are on his side, basically, uh, old school Loki and kid Loki, they're like, Hey, come on. And Gator Loki, they're like, come on. And they open up the, they open up one of the time doors and they go through, uh, this, this time door. Uh, no, he, he creates a portal and they all go through it. And, uh, then, uh, we cut to Ravana who is interrogating, uh, B-15 and trying to figure out what happened what was Sylvie's plan and B-15 basically tells her 
you don't get it. You want to find out about the TVA. She needs to find out about the TVA. And after a few speeches, a few words said about that, um, we cut back to our crew. And they're trying to figure out what to do next. And uh, Loki is trying to tell them, hey, this is what we need to do. We're going to we're going to go face we're going to go face them off. So as they're walking to go face them off uh, behind them, they look in the distance and there's a car coming. And he happens to ask who would be that car. And Kid Loki goes, Cannibal Pirates, more than likely. But it's not Cannibal Pirates, folks. It's Sylvie and Mobius. And it was a great little reunion as uh, he saw Sylvie. He was great seeing Sylvie. And he was even happy just seeing Mobius. And it was a nice little sweet moment of, of seeing all three together. And my wish is that those three survive this first season and we get to see those three as the crew trying to figure out what's going on through time almost like a sort of villain doctor who-ish kind of situation i would love to see when season two comes up they have this kind of story development with those three because a redeem loki is so needed right now because there's going to be a ton of villains that are going to be worse than Loki on every level. And we can afford having uh, Loki, Kit Loki, and Sylvie getting through this. And Mobius getting through this. I really want to see Kid Loki make his way through this as well. And uh, so they're coming up with this plan. And while everybody is trying to get ready to get the plan this out, Sylvie and Loki are outside. And it's a little cold and chilly. And it's a nice little sweet moment between the two of them as uh, they're kind of getting comfortable and it's nice. All they need is a nice little fire next to one another. And it's real sweet. It's like a little date that they're having and it's cute. I, I know people hate the shipping of the characters, but God damn it. Let Loki have his Mobius and have his Sylvie, please. I mean, let him live. Let him live. But uh, they, fall at the, they start get this plan going and the best thing to do is she's going to enchant it she's going to enchant the smoke monster character because she briefly did it when it almost had her and she saw something and so she wants to do it again and find a way to permanently enchant him enchant this thing and so she prepares to do this and they're kind of figuring out how they're going to plan this out and the smoke monster's coming and she starts doing her enchantress thing and she tells Loki he can do the same thing he doesn't really believe it, but he goes ahead and does it. And he starts feeling the power, the green, this green enchanting power that is coming from him. It's pretty cool how she's teaching him this. And she grabs his hand and, and it's getting stronger. And uh, they're still trying to figure out how to distract it. And then Loki goes, I've got a good idea. And he runs off trying to distract it from Sylvie. And he's yelling at it and all kinds of stuff at it. And then all of a sudden, a huge green light pops up further away from them and like what's going on and it's old school loki richard e grant richard e motherfucking grant god damn he is he was he is so good in this he he is so so good in this and he just he just lifted up the entire episode with him being in it and there he is creating asgard the full this monster and this monster's leaping at buildings and nothing's happening they're all fake he's leaping at buildings and he continues holding on to this power meanwhile sylvie's using her enchantress power 
and I mean Loki's in it, and it's powering up and it's powering up, and then uh, the 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 monster fully comes toward uh, old school Loki, and old school Loki yells out glorious purpose as this monster takes him away, leaving nothing but his horns. Sad to see him go, but I'm I'm glad to see Kid Loki and Gator Loki are still around. They're awesome. Uh, after that happens, though, uh, she manages to uh, enchant this creature and send it away. And there is the what appears to be a more colorful building structure. And the two of them kind of look at each other and go, okay, here we go. And then we go to credits. Yep. It felt like the shortest episode or the quickest because there was so much happening in it. Um, my speculation, excuse me, my speculation is that uh, we possibly get to see, uh, well, it's the finale. Next week is the finale. After this week, no more Loki. And that's going to suck because I haven't heard anything about pre-production for season two. So it's going to be a long, long wait. But they may do like they've done with the other uh, properties. WandaVision uh, had uh, Doctor Strange's film being promoted. Falcon and Winter Soldier had Captain America 5 being promoted, or 4 being promoted. So, maybe we're going to get maybe a tease of Love and Thunder uh, getting promoted, or maybe even Quantumania, which is going to be the movie that features Kang as a big bad. So, there's a possibility there. We might even get a Paul Rudd appearance toward the end, out of nowhere, for an end credit scene. We better get an end credit scene, because I can't get through the series well. An end credit scene to give us some kind of hope, and give us that little taste to keep us speculating and hyped up all the way until time but uh it was a it was a great episode i'm gonna hate seeing this series go i plan on binge watching all this all six of the other episodes again to really get prepared for the big finale and see how it plays out but uh overall i enjoyed it i thought it was great tom hiddleston is amazing in this Uh, the actress plays sylvie she's fucking amazing in this richard e grant and owen wilson always great in this uh the actors that play ravona and b15 they're amazing in this as well such a great cast i love this cast even miss minutes had some great little moments where you're kind of wondering what her story is um and tara strong is tara strong is an icon in my opinion when it comes to this but overall i enjoyed it and i hope you do too um this has been effort i'm doing a podcast and we will talk again shortly because i have some thoughts about a couple of things too as well, but we'll talk to you later.